Hey, welcome back to Bankrupt Overland. LJ, your host here. We've got a special guest. We've got Eric from the Gear Bunker joining us. How's it going, Eric? It's good. It's chilly up here in northern Michigan, but it's uh, good to be chatting with uh, my Overland buddies. Heck yeah. We also have Jeff in the house. How's it going, Jeff? Hey, what's up, guys? Good to be back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we got a, a pretty cool uh, topic tonight. We're going to be talking about the Red Clay Rally. Uh, if you don't know what the Red Clay Rally is, it's a uh, and kind of Jeff, Jeff had a really good line for it. It's it, it kind of covers any any kind of road based travel that you could find uh, or do. You're going to do it in the Red Clay Rally. Um, you're going to hit some highways. You're going to hit some really curvy back roads. You're going to hit off road trails. You're going to get technical. Um, Jeff. Put his, turned his lockers on a couple times and got through some obstacles. Um, and so it definitely will, will test every aspect of your vehicle from 80 miles an hour down to five miles an hour. And so uh, we all, all three of us did the uh, Red Clay Rally in 2020. Uh, it was in October of last year, and uh, we kind of traversed all around eastern Kentucky, eastern Tennessee, uh, and back into a couple different states <laughs> a few times in that process uh, over about three days, and we covered a little over 600 miles in that time as well. And so we thought it would be cool to, to talk about our experience in the Red Clay Rally, um, what we did, what we learned, um, and, uh, and kind of give, if anybody out there is thinking about doing it for 2021, give you a good idea of what you're going to get yourself into and maybe what you want to have done to your vehicle before you do it. Um, so bef as we get started, um, let's talk about just overall experience, uh, you know, from, from overlanding to kind of just get a baseline of, of what y'all have done before kind of coming into this event. And then, and then we'll kind of, we'll kind of just dig in through some of, some of the questions I had listed out as far as the event and then that kind of stuff. And so, um, uh, Jeff, we know you, you talk a lot on here, so <laughs> we'll start with Boring. Eric. Eric, tell us a little bit about what you do, your overland experience, um, and you got the gear bunkers to talk a little bit about that too, so everybody knows kind of kind of what we're working with here. Sure, yeah, my name's Eric. Uh, I live up in northern Michigan. I was a veteran of the special operations community for about eight years, and when I got out, I opened a construction company, got married, started a family, moved to northern Michigan. And when we're up here, uh, there's a lot of fantastic landscape up here. And with the boom of overland travel, started. Uh, I already had a work truck. I had a Tundra. So I just kind of started kitting that I thought it was called the dump truck. It is called the dump truck. Yeah. <laughs> more, more on that a, later. I have a friend from Kentucky that <laughs> deemed it the dump truck. So the dump truck got kind of used for work and overland for a while. And when that got to be too much, you know, kidding it up for the weekend to go overlanding and then back to work and whatnot. I ended up buying a FJ Cruiser and dedicated that to overlanding with tent, awning, and all the goodies, fridge, uh, extra batteries, and all that good stuff. So that's kind of, I've been doing that for about three years. Love overlanding. It's uh, cool. Uh, get out there and see the country. It's got a Ton of, ton of terrain here in the U.S. to see. You don't have to fly overseas to see some beautiful mountains or deserts or whatnot. And um, my family's kind of embraced it. My wife loves it. So we've been kind of doing that for about three years. And it also kind of works well with a, a website that I started called The Gear Bunker. We do, we're an all-veteran website that uh, reviews outdoor and shooting sports gear. So uh, a lot of that can be incorporated in overlanding too. So it's just kind of good to get out and enjoy this country. Definitely. Thanks for that overview. Just wanted to make sure yeah. the, the listeners knew we were we had someone on who has some street cred or trail cred. <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> make sure you're not um, driving like a Chevy Volt or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got an Aztec. Uh, so before we jump in, it's a, it's, it's a pretty funny story. So how did you get roped in to doing the Red Clay Rally with Jeff? Oh, Jeff just hit me up and he was like, you should bring the FJ down. And we, we actually met at Overland Expo, what, two years ago? Yeah, it was, was it two years Expo, ago? It was last year. Expo East. No, oh, that's right. It was like 2019. Yeah. Was yeah, Eric right. the center of the goober story? Yeah, yeah. He, last episode. <laughs> <laughs> the last Wait episode, we talked about the goober. I was goober. in the last episode? Okay, cool. We mentioned the goober story because I was talking. We were talking about like 
camp kitchens of easy things and and someone brought oh, up one. someone brought up goober because it's a two in one and i just started laughing and <laughs> oh i think you you crushed it as far as the budget overlanding uh you flew in rented a car hit walmart at like 2 a.m and exactly like 300 bucks had, had the entire overland kit purchased. <laughs> exactly which goes against the title of this bankrupt overland i gotta ask first what are you telling me? Are you telling me this is an expensive activity? Because I, when I'm on the interwebs watching the YouTubes, I see these guys with these $80,000 rigs behind them. You just aged yourself, Eric. To... You just aged yourself. Oh, yeah. Internets. No, that was on purpose. <laughs> and interwebs? Okay. The YouTubes? <laughs> so I was on the YouTubes, on the face mail. And um, so the, these guys I'm have these like 80... Beer out. <laughs> they have like... Wait, I was supposed to bring a beer? Oh, yeah, at least two. They have no like these $80,000 rigs behind them, and they're like, hey, all you need is a Subaru Forester or whatever you got, the Pontiac Aztec, and just go out and enjoy the United States. You don't need to spend all this money and whatnot. So I'm just confused. I mean, you say it's bankrupt overland. These guys are telling me you can do it in an Aztec. So what's the story? Oh, my God. Oh, it's it's a it's a really simple story, and I I wish it was a little bit better than it was. But our buddy uh, Nick Dozier, who's with Overland Nashville, which I think you met on the rally, he was the oh, yeah. Um, yeah he was one of the, he was um, the timekeeper, wasn't he? Yes, checkpoint, yes, guy. checkpoint, yeah. checkpoint, checkpoint guy. Yeah. And so it, we were joking around in a group one day and said bankrupt Overland would be a great Instagram name. He was open, and so he just reserved it. And it ended up getting, I don't know, like 200 followers just because With of the no name. pictures. And it doesn't have a pro, didn't have a profile picture. <laughs> Nothing. That's, that's awesome. It just said and, Overland uh, in it, so everyone wanted it. And yeah. so uh, I hit him up, and I was like, hey, man, I'm, I'm wanting to start this. I'm going to start this podcast, and I, uh, I want to use the name Bankrupt Overland. I think it would be a great, catchy name for a podcast. How much would you want for, for the name? I'll buy it from you. And he was like, oh, man, 69 cents. And I've been mowed him 69 cents. <laughs> <laughs> and he sent me the login information right then. That's, that's the story. That's it. That's, Send him 69 cents in Bitcoin. Ooh. Oh, man, I should have done that. He, he had he a been lot more money now. Yeah, <laughs> they just exactly. went up like 14 points just today. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Musk. <laughs> <laughs> Send um, him GameStock. Uh, GameStock uh, stock. Yeah, stocks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, back to overlanding. Okay, um, sorry about that. All good, all good. So, uh, so basically, I, I, I just remember the story of, of Jeff uh, in, inviting you down, and you basically just flew down only for the rally, yeah. right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wanted um, to see his new house, too. He used to live in California, and then he, he moved to... He barely the, could fit two I, people inside my old house, and now you can yeah. have actually have <laughs> visitors and guests. Now you can fit two and a half of his old houses in his new house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so, so coming back to the rally here, um, the, the red clay rally, you, you think cannonball run, you think kind of going as fast as you can. And it's, it's kind of the opposite of that, right? The, the red clay rally is what they call a time speed distance rally, meaning the organizers of the rally ran the exact same course that we ran about a month earlier. And they have timed themselves going through the rally. And your goal every day is to run the exact same time to the second as the organizers did. And so, you know, the organizers had obvious videos of them winching out of stuff and uh, stopping to make trail repairs and things like that. And so all that time is calculated in. And so it's, it's really not a speed race. So we found that out going through it where we were, we would find ourselves being a little bit of a head and we might hang out for a minute and, and, and try to like balance it out or something, but um, definitely not a, not a race where you're trying to go as fast as you possibly can. And so some quick credentials on the team. We had uh, six total vehicles. The recommended number of vehicles is two to three. So we definitely, <laughs> we, we were overachievers. We, in that, that. In that. Yep, yep. <laughs> we were overachievers in that subject. Um, two of the vehicles had lockers. Jeff was triple locked in the 80. And then we had a Tacoma that had a rear locker. Everyone else had open diffs um, or, and, and some type of traction control. Um, we had three drivers that had, pre that had previously competed and three drivers that were new. And there are 40 registered teams, about 30 teams showed up, I think, in total. And we placed 10th 
out of out of about 30 teams that actually competed. And so for a group that was double the, the normal size, um, I feel like we did pretty well and, and definitely um, – you know, had had some some good times <laughs> as well through the three days. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, no no doubt about the good times. A lot of good um, stories. We we graduated in the top third of our class. So <laughs> yeah, it's not terrible. Yeah. Uh, to, to give you the, the first year, we didn't even finish the group I was in. So that, that, that says something to have six vehicles and, and get through, not only get through the three days, but get through in, in what I would consider a, a, a competitive time, right? Because if you look at the, the point schedule. You know, you had one, one through three were pretty close, and there was a little bit of a gap between like four to six. But you know, to get to like eleven and eleven and twelve, it really fell off. But pretty much that one through twelve was was a decent clo- a cl- closer spread, right? If we'd have had maybe fifteen more minutes shaved off here or there, we'd have jumped up three or four spots. So it was it was pretty good to see that. Um, so based on those. You know, we, we competed well. Um, we understood the rules, <laughs> and uh, and you guys actually led the pace, which is probably the most critical piece of us placing in that. And so, based on that, um, Dad, can first we go faster? Have... Dad, can we slow down? <laughs> Dad, we, why are we going so slow? Why are we stopping? Will you tell me when there's a car coming? I have to way? go to the pee. I have to pee. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> pretty much, so, we were deemed the parents. Yeah, we were. They the were the dads of the group. Yeah, it was. It was pretty fun. I mean. Yeah, it sounded like people were pissed, but all in all, we had a good time. And just having having to tell someone they're in a rally or a race and then say, go slower, it just doesn't feel right. And like <laughs> you have five cars behind you and some cars passing you at some times are like, go faster. I'm like, no, we need to slow down. And, and it, it's, it's all just tactics and, yeah. you know, not ever doing it before and knowing now um, our tactics will definitely be changing for, for next year if we have, you know, a, couple groups or five groups or whatever we have going into it yeah yeah so got kind of good good segue um what are y'all's initial impressions on it um you know overall good bad thumbs up thumbs down kind of give it give, give me a little a couple minute blurb on your experience for sure thumbs up i mean it was awesome i i when Jeff invited me, I started doing a little research on some of the last ones, and I was kind of terrified at all the uh, information about, for sure, body damage. You definitely need this. You definitely need that. And they show cars tipped on their sides, and I'm like, holy crap. He wants me to bring the FJ down there? I'm like, One of the required things me. was uh, the Garmin inReach, and like a medical kit, and it's like... And, right, oh and my. tourniquets. Tur- yeah, they said a tourniquet. Like, oh like, every every vehicle into? should have a tourniquet. I'm like, I feel like I'm back in the Ranger Regiment. So I wasn't... Uh, I was a little intimidated at first, and then once you actually get down there and see... The people, the vehicles, and the trail, it was a little less intimidating. So I, we, saw, we saw that stock Tacoma go over the oh same thing everybody else did. I mean, with, with for sure body damage, but, um, you know, you, you don't need 35s. You don't need to be triple locked. And I was thinking you're going to have to have these massive overland built vehicles and the truth is you really don't a lot of times we did spend on gravel roads and freeways and you Mm -hmm. know the technical sections were were fun and very technical but they're also very short so it Mm -hmm. it wasn't as intimidating once uh do you think it was the right mix like the right mix of like technical and road like what would you would you i i could have done less with the freeway (laughs) yeah for sure it seemed like that third was it the third day we spent like we spent a fair amount of time on the freeway, try, just basically getting back to where the finish line was. Um, I, I wish there was a little more more trail for sure. The trail and the I didn't mind like the country roads, like the single lane roads, like you know we're just cruising to like the back country. I thought that was kind of fun. I think it was day two, like going into day two and going out of day two, where we camped like by the river. That was a cool spot, like super pretty views yeah. and like just yep. you know God's country back there and just seeing all the different types of housing and just poor neighborhoods and areas and all that was kind of cool. The only problem, the only problem with those country roads, and I don't know if you even recognize it, is that you start to sing when you're, when you're on those, you're like, take me home, country road. I don't even know if that's the right word. I think we had the, I I was just kind of like looking at you like, is he singing? Yeah. I remember that like playlist I made. I, I was like, Right. what are you listening to like what what is going on like and then i think you started as, singing i, I mean i don't as know we sing through rural america it was beautiful oh man 
Yeah, so so day one, uh, day one came in pretty hot, right? I think we were on on maybe a highway. Well, we went the wrong way in the first two minutes, which is always. <laughs> yeah, whoa, hold on, whoa, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, hold on. I'm telling let's, this one. I'm telling let's this back, one. Okay, back this up. So there's a drivers meeting that all the drivers are supposed to go to. <laughs> I was told, oh no, you don't need to go to it. I'll go to it. I think I don't. I forget who. I'm not going to name names on this whole thing. So someone said they'll go it's, to it. Someone and, not not named LJ. <laughs> damn it! Yeah, LJ, you did it. Um, so there was one crucial thing that I saw in a video that someone posted after that said, okay, you guys are starting here, but you need to go that way. You cannot drive across the median, even though you have an overland rig, you have to do a U-turn at the first light. And I'm just like, oh my God. So me and Eric, the first day, I think we started group number seven or maybe we're eight, but we started seven because group seven wasn't there. It was dark too. It was dark. Yeah. It was like six what 6 15 in the morning yeah Mm -hmm. we're the first you know we're the first car and i didn't really it's tricky to understand how people drive and you know it takes like almost like a half a day just to understand how people drive and how confident they are and and radio communication and getting our comms right first day turn right out of like the dodge dealership that we're at and you immediately have to go in the far left lane and do a u-turn at the first light me and Eric are sitting there like, man, this is awesome. We got the GoPros going. We're sipping our Starbucks and all this stuff. And all of a sudden, boom, 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 boom. Four cars go by, or five cars go by with bananas on it because we had bananas on our car. And we're like, dude, that's our fucking team. What the hell is going on? And I'm on the radio like, guys, what's going on? I'm pissed. Like, I'm like, how do we screw this up? And like, I realize we can't take it so serious. But it was the first hundred meters. It was though. the first hundred meters. Like, how do you not see? And we lost our team immediately. Yeah, an eighty series Land Cruiser parked like with their blinker on, with a, like with a banana, with bananas all over it. Like, so our team just flew past us, and I'm like, I hop on the radio. I'm like, guys, what's going on? What happened? And they're like, oh, I don't know where we're going. And you had to go like three or four miles out of the way to get on this freeway to like turn around at the first exit. So that was like the first five minutes, and like. Of the rally, and it was it was like just what the hell, man. Dad so, was getting cranky. Yeah, we're getting, definitely getting cranky, and it's like we need to settle down a little bit. It's not so serious, so you need know. to sip that latte, <laughs> sip that Starbucks latte a little bit more. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah. day one comes in hot. Uh, as a team, we uh, we quickly uh, uh, there's something about making a mistake early um, where it, it just kind of level sets everybody, and it's like okay. We're, we're here, we're settled in, we're yep. going. Yeah. And I think we're, we get about an hour down the road and we hit the first major obstacle and we get to the first, what I would call rally jam. It was maybe, <laughs> what was it? I don't know, 30 cars in front of us. I would say at obstacle. least 30 cars or so, yeah. And like built rigs in front of us. And so I, I'll, I'll walk down and I see the obstacle. It's a pretty large rock that you have to go over uh, that, that you're going to most likely hit some sliders on and, and, and slide over to, to get over and... There's some guy down there halfway spotting, and uh, and I'm like, hey, I gotta go get get one of our teammates, Jake Parsons, down there. Jake Parsons is a Jake man. Killed it down there. He's he's that has. Let's go! Come on, hit the gas, <laughs> not the brake. Let's go! He's just he's just shuffling all these guys through this event because we got there and we're backed up. So I mean, this, this we we lost like an hour of time and everyone did. So he's down there just. Come on, go, go. And he's, he's directing everybody. And every, give it the beans. Give it the beans, yeah. Every car that goes beans. by has a little bit better you know, understanding of where they're going. And you know, stock truck going through, and he got them through no problem. Then our team rolls around. And then he goes through it, and he just hops in. And we're like out of there. Just like nothing even happened. So the rest of the guys are kind of <laughs> like, uh, we're on our own here. They'd have their own spotters. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was good stuff. It was the first obstacle, like first day. First, I mean, first hour into it was like hour and a minute, hour and ten, something into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty quick. It was pretty cool to you know you, you go right into a, a, you know probably one of the most technical parts of that of the whole rally was that trail um, coming in quick on it. Uh, yeah, and, and that and that day was pretty short actually, right? I mean, we were we were in camp about like what three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, it was like a seven and a half hour day. I think we started at like yeah. six. So yeah, we were yeah. there full sunlight. We had, you know, four hours of sunlight and we had what the riding lawnmower guy and like the max screensavers back in the day, <laughs> he was mowing the grass. 
We showed up to this giant field, like the end of day one, we show up at this giant field and there's like a, there's like a car parked with like a sign and it's like, okay, go this way for the rally ending. We get to this giant field that's in this huge valley, super pretty area. And there's a kid like maybe 14 on the lawnmower, like a 52 inch wide lawnmower. Like you'd use a cut like your grass at your house. And he's just, we're like, can we, can we camp over there by the telephone pole? Cause someone wanted to hook up their hammocks. And the guy's like, no, no, you can't. He's cutting the grass. So we just go over there anyways. <laughs> just pull up there. <laughs> and he's like, I need to cut the grass. So then we move all of our rigs. And the, the girls went and talked to him. And he, he mowed around the telephone pole for us. And then we parked our rigs there. Because we want to get a little secluded away from everyone. Because we knew we were going to be making some noise. And being a little rowdy. So, yeah, end of day one. Super cool campsite. Nice spot to to kind of just unwind and, you know, have a couple drinks and cook some good dinner and, and hang out and walk around and see the rigs and kind of talk to everybody. And yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. What what would y'all think of the, the, the trail to road ratio on, on day one? Oh, y'all remember? Is that hard? To, it's been a while. I know. It's a while. Yeah. Um, I I, yeah. I, I don't recall. I mean, I'm always going to vote for a little more trail than road. Right, right. Yeah, there were some yeah. like, there were some good obstacles. Um, I'm trying to remember. I'm I'm trying to look up the the track and see if I can remember. But I think I mean, all in all, like it was it was good. I mean, it was good. Don't we went through like um, I think day one was where the road was closed. And we went through um, we went through a cool tunnel, like going into the Smoky Mountains, right? Yeah, yeah not, not a tunnel. Not a tunnel. Not a tunnel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the not a tunnel. And then we went through um bunch of cool areas like just back countries it was more of like less trail more more just roads there we were in the red river gorge red river gorge yep yeah red mm-hmm. river that's what it's called red river gorge i was thinking smoky mountain yeah. but we had red river gorge yeah. so yeah a lot of it around there and just kind of back roads and there was only that one kind of that one spot right the one obstacle yeah as far as obstacles yes i remember i i went down to the red river gorge right before I met you at Overland Expo yeah. on my way there and spent two or three days down there. And so a lot of the roads looked familiar and where, where that obstacle was, we were coming up the road, got to that rock and did a U-turn and left because there's no way we were getting over that. So it was kind of fun to actually come down and, and do it in somebody else's vehicle. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't know, like if I just rolled up on that, I would have never thought to take the line that I did. Like yeah. One of the other guys that we're friends with here, he lives in Nashville. He he went through that obstacle one time and he went a whole different way and like he was like almost tipping over in his frontier and he was having like people were like holding the side and he was like on like three wheels going over that and I'm like I couldn't imagine going over that without having like a spotter that saw five or six vehicles go through yeah. it cuz we went through it, you know, very simple. Totally different. Yeah, very simple. I mean we went Jake super had us high. going way up left, you know, got that left tire way up on that one rock that kind of balanced out with the obstacle rock with your right tires. Exactly. Kept yeah. you from kept you from getting into a tippy situation. Yeah, you were never in like a spot where you could tip. I mean, it was if you hit yeah. it wrong, you could flip you could flip over on your side and almost on the mm-hmm. lid, you know, if you did yeah. it wrong. But yeah, I mean I, I think that was a cool it's like a hey, like we're gonna be doing some serious stuff type of thing. And, um, I think it was good, like eye opener and like good, like communication for the team and just, you know, like mm-hmm. helping everyone through it. And we went through a pretty cool, um, river crossing after that, yep. I would say, Oh yeah. I mean, my I 35s were almost underwater. It was, you could hear it hitting the floorboard. So it was pretty deep. Those rivers and, around there, those rivers around there changed quite a bit just with some rainfall. Yeah. So yeah, that was. That was pretty cool. And I think that after that, it was just kind of the backcountry roads and whatnot. And, you know, a lot of just looking at our map and making sure we we're on time. And we, you know, we set all the waypoints of, you know, where we were supposed to be at certain times and did a lot of research before. So it was just kind of following that along. And once we got through that traffic jam, we didn't really have any other um, groups that were backed up and, and whatnot. So we had to pull one of our vehicles off that rock, if you remember. Oh, yeah, 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 we did. Yeah, we pulled one of them off the rock. Um, yeah, they didn't. Um, I think they were open, open diff. It was uh, they had the it had the rear locked, maybe? but it wasn't locked when she first went over it. And then she uh, got, I think she got uh, what high centered on that rock. Yeah, and nope. could, couldn't get a wheel on. 
Yeah, it was spinning the front wheel like the independent front suspension. It was spinning it like I mean the tires were Mach smoking. Five. <laughs> yeah, Mach five, and everyone was like, there was like six people jumping on the back. It's something you see like in like Baja in Mexico. There's like eight <laughs> right. guys jumping on the back of the thing, and I'm like, guys, guys, stop! Like, no one wants to use a tow strap. Like, it's it's interesting how no one wants to get towed out of something, and that's like the first yeah. thing that I'm like, let's tow out. Like, I got a strap. Uh, absolutely, it was hooked yeah. up, and you know. Less than two minutes, we had it hooked up and pulled her off the rock. And, you know, we don't want to break something the first day. And then we'd be no. deep, deep disqualified. So, got to get everyone yeah. through the finish line. <clears throat> yeah, that was uh, – I, I, I didn't consider that piece when we were – when we were uh, – the people were jumping on the back of it. I was actually videotaping it instead of jumping. But I was like, man, this really isn't <laughs> that safe. Just like, why are they doing that? <laughs> uh, it'll work. It'll uh, work. Winter front and tire so, goes from 70, 70 miles an hour to zero. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so, so that was our shortest day. I think we did like one hundred and seventy miles of the of the six hundred plus that day. And so, days yeah. two and three got a quite got quite a bit longer. Um, and so, yeah, like you said, that night we had a lot of fun. That night we kind of had a big round circle. It was good times. Yeah. Uh, spirits were flowing. Oh uh, yeah, banana liqueur to the max. <laughs> Oh yeah, we also the, almost picked up a seventh. Uh, yeah, we tried to pick rig. up a seventh vehicle, and and he thought he was going into town to get some supplies or gas or something, and he comes back. Where our team name was Bananas for Scale, and he comes back with, I mean, every kind of banana the core you could ever imagine. I mean, banana rum, banana tequila, banana whiskey, banana vodka, banana yeah. vodka Bacardi yeah. bot, banana like everything banana, and he's like, "Here you go, guys." I'm like. Oh my God, I haven't drinking this stuff since high school. Get that out of here. Um, someone grabbed it and drank it. I mean, yeah, I think, I, I think yeah. Will might still have some of it. Oh God. We needed, a, we needed a seventh car like we needed a hole in the head, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. We needed to split that team hey, up. Hey, we, we got six. Let's, let's, let's get some more going here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. So, so we yeah, end that... up, what, what do we end up, ninth on, the, on day one? He said we were doing good. He didn't tell us what. We, I can't. I think yeah, di, yeah. Ninth and then day two we were to. I'm not trying to jump ahead. I think we went from ninth to seventh and then back yeah, to yeah. So we start nine, which is actually pretty mm-hmm. early again. So you know we had a lot of fun that, that oh. night, but then we all had to be up <laughs> at like six a.m. and none of us were expecting this, but it got below freezing where we were that night. Oh yeah, I forgot oh, about that. It, it was cold. Oh, Jeff, you were in your car. It was still cold. You were warm in the tent. I had a shitty bag that I've had for like 15 years. This is how thin my tent was. I know you can't see this on a podcast, but I'm holding my fingers less oh. than a millimeter apart right God. now. God. <laughs> it was cold so, as hell. Yeah, yeah we wake cold. up. There's frost everywhere. I, mean, I took a is... hot shower. <laughs> That's right. Got to fit in the you hot did. shower. Uh, and we, we take off for day two and, um, day two had some body damage in it. It day got, two it had got, some, I think you got a story for us for that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. We were, we, we were hitting, this was actually, I mean, we said day one, you know, we had the gatekeeper rock, which was pretty serious, yeah. but the area that we were talking about, we were basically what well, we, we had, a, we had a, kind of the country highway, like you were talking about Jeff for a while. And then we get on, we get on the trails and we're actually running through a Creek bed like a pretty wide creek bed for most of the, a, a lot of that. Yeah, time, that was right? the, it was muddy. That was, that was this loop. So we did 298 miles on day two. I'm looking at the stats Ooh. right now. And we had a good portion of it on the road and we did this like little loop. And that was at our four hours, two hours, two hours into it. It was a, this loop and it was probably like a, I don't know, 30 mile loop. And it took two hours to do the 30 miles. Do you mm-hmm. remember the critical part of the loop was getting the direction correct? Yeah. yeah. You go clockwise or counterclockwise, yeah. right? Yeah, it's a one. We went counterclockwise. Yep. No, we went yeah. the right way. Yeah. We turned yeah, we right. T- yeah, right. And we went right and then made left turns all the way around. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was just a country road, and you're like, what are we doing here? And that was the trail that the guy was talking about saying, I've never seen a truck go through there, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was the one that <laughs> took is- a side-by-side trail. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And what scared like, me well, the, there's gonna be thirty of them, so <laughs> what scared me the most was when we roll up and there was a forerunner on what, forty twos? Mm-hmm. Yeah, stuck in the mud. Forties, and he was buried to his axles. Like I mean he was buried. I'm like, 
holy shit. So I was like front rear locker. I'm the first guy, like I'm, I'm just going for it. And there was, there was a lot of mud in that, in that, um, Creek there bed. might have been some there might have been some showboating going on for the forerunner because yeah. he was not yeah he didn't really stick to the trail i think he saw a little uh mud hole and said check this out hold my beer and then, uh, <laughs> hold my beer then, yeah. got, then got himself yeah. stuck yeah, yeah. There's definitely that would cause a traffic jam too because their team yeah. was in front of us and we were trying to get they around, all had to them. Turn around and yeah. yeah they all had to turn around we flew through that part though where he was stuck we everybody did great yeah, yeah, there was a pretty good obstacle. There was like a creek, like a like a little creek running across the trail, I remember, and there was like a route that was like an off-camber thing. I think yeah. I pulled I think I pulled the the Tacoma up that too, didn't I? Or did she make it yep. up that? Nope, nope. We we got the toe strap out again. Yeah, cuz it was a super narrow trail, super slippery. Yep. And then yep. right after that, there was it was a skinny little trail and there was the the Venezuelan guys were in front of us. That's and mm-hmm. they were on they were land cruisers on like 37s and they had yep. you know turbos on these things and they were just destroying the trails in front of us <laughs> i mean making it extra hard to get through and um <laughs> do you remember how to say tread lightly in spanish i don't i don't anybody <laughs> sure. i wrote it in my article I, I can't remember what it is though offhand <laughs> I, I, yeah um so yeah after that there was another jeep there was we were tr- we were like turning into the creek bed, and there was the two jeeps that were there were team in front of us, and one of the jeeps got stuck, and they were blocking the trail. So I'm like, how are we gonna get around this jeep? Like it was, they were in like the they were in like medium mud, and then to the left of them was like big big mud, and there was no way mm-hmm. around. And I saw this offshoot. Eric hopped out of the car, and we saw this like offshoot that was like a vertical hill that went straight down <laughs> and Eric's like, come this way, come this way. And he runs through the mud and I'm like, it was easy shit. for me to run through. Yeah. So I'm like, this is a full send. Like I'm, I'm going. So I, I locked front and rear. I'm like, I'm, I've got to sit, figure out if we're going to go through this. Cause it didn't look like anyone went that way. I think everyone no. went straight. So the Jeep was right there. So, I mean, fifth, 10 feet next to me where I'm going to be driving through this giant mud hole. There's a Jeep there and I just floor it. I have it in first gear, first gear manual mode, locked front rear, four low, everything against me. And I just go straight into that mud puddle and I just see mud fly everywhere. It just sprays <laughs> up. And I hear I a scream. I hear the lady scream. <laughs> I hear a lady scream and I'm like, oh my God, we just totally roosted her. I, I fly down the... I fly through the mud and I go down this like off camber bank and I'm on an angle and my front bumper just gets stuffed into the edge and I just stop immediately. I'm like, okay, I just hit a wall. So back up and I try and like come down and I'm on like three wheels getting down this obstacle. And I'm like, holy shit, we got to get five more trucks through this thing. So I bombed down in the lake bed and we had a nice spot to like all catch up and we watched all the vehicles come through. It was, it was pretty fun. There was a Land Rover that decided to cut in front of uh, in front of me, and I was bringing up the rear oh, at yeah. that time. And like, so we're we're kind of we're all sitting back and on the side where the mud wasn't that bad, and you could kind of get a running start into the area that that had that steep drop in that you hit the earth when you went down. Yep. <laughs> in it, and uh, and and so I'm sitting there, and I think Sheldon was in front of me. And, and he goes down and I go to go down and this Land Rover just barrels by me and then gets stuck in the mud right in front of me. Oh, he got <laughs> stuck? Yeah. He was sitting oh. there and like didn't know where to go. And uh, and so then all of a sudden, I think Jake came back up and was like yelling at him like to get out of the way. People in my car yelling at him. And the guy's like doesn't know what to do because he's stuck. Oh, and finally, I, I think Jake and Will get him to go down the same area where uh, where y'all went got him out of the way and then i went down that way too but yeah Uh, it was it was crazy you had the jeep stuck up there on the side the the forerunner on 42 stuck behind us and this guy gets stuck right right in between me and i'm like we just did that we just did this perfect and this jackass (laughs) is now sitting right in front of me and i can't move (laughs) um luckily that was the teamwork that wasn't the same land rover that we uh ran into at the hotel no no that was a different one no that was a different one (laughs) Okay. <laughs> I booked the most expensive room in this hotel. We were at a Holiday Inn, For dude. He maybe spent one hundred and sixty-nine dollars. Yeah, one sixty. <laughs> he was like bragging, big dog. I know. 
I just drove from Texas. Then we sealed his his, uh, passenger door shut with the... Those stickers that were on the hotel door <laughs> the from the Holiday Inn that said, you know, it's like room sanitized. sanitized. You break the seal. I took ours off and went down and put it on his uh, passenger <laughs> door. So, so everybody would know that he spent the night at the Holiday Inn last night. Oh, yeah. And it was on the other side, the passenger rear, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, he yeah, wouldn't see yeah. it. So he probably he wouldn't, wouldn't see it. No. Yeah. So oh. we, we, we get down in that area. We cruise down there, which is a, a beautiful drive. I think that was one of my favorite trails it we were on. It was pretty, yeah. You know, you had rocks that were probably two foot, you know, in diameter that you're kind of tipping over. And it was it was some fun driving uh, as you were going down through there. And then we had to get out. And the only way out were some side by side trails to get out kind of as steep up as we went down. Right. Very steep into it almost too. That, that's where those the, Venezuelans were. Uh, thanks to the Venezuelans. Yep. Raw hiding. 37s <laughs> yeah. just full on just mud spinning. swinging. You could yep. see it like 40 feet above you. It was it was insane. <laughs> I've never seen mud fly so high. Oh. And so we're like, this is going to be crazy. And and I locked front and rear. It was a, it was an off-camera thing. So like we were watching the other guys go up. And there was a guy in like a 70 series short wheelbase two-door. Yeah. And yeah. it's an off-camera thing. So the rear, I think it was the rear driver drops out. And then the front passenger drops out. So it was an off camber and it caused your vehicle to tip to the passenger side. Mm-hmm. So you had to build LJ up. remembers that. I do. <laughs> we had either he build knows up... which side it tips. <laughs> <laughs> we had to either build up momentum or just, you know, if you had lockers, we just kind of crawled up it. We, we literally stopped to avoid the, the thing that LJ is, was avoiding. And so yeah. we get up past it. And then the next car behind us makes it through and then... LJ, what, what happened? Well, yeah, there, then the, the two vehicles in, in, behind y'all ended up having to winch up. Um, and so the, the vehicle right in front of me was a Jeep. And we have we have a kind of friendly rivalry of, of, you know, making fun of each other. If the other one doesn't make it up there, make it up an obstacle because, well, he drives a Jeep and I drive a, a Toyota. So naturally, <laughs> <laughs> we have a we have a rivalry. And so. I'm talking, I'm going, hey, is your, is your winch set up? And he goes, I'm not winching up this. Well, I'm going to make it up. And I was like, all right. So I actually go and like set my winch up, and I've got my wireless controller ready. And I'm, I'm ready to be the, the wise person here. And I see him winch, and I look over at Billy, and I said, I'm not winching up this. <laughs> so Randall had to winch up. I'm sending it. And there was some guy in, in front of me, and I have it on video. I said, hey, get out of the way. I'm about to send it. <laughs> and I sent it. And, uh, and we hit that branch that tips you over to the passenger side and we smacked into my rear passenger door We heard and it. everybody it knew loud. that I had hit my door. <laughs> I was at least a hundred yards. We were the first vehicle and we could hear it. Jeff and I were sitting there. I was by the passenger window and you just hear a quack. And, and we're, like, so we're like, oh man. And we're like, we're like on the radios, like talking to each other. And it's like, go, go. We're stopped. We're stuck. Get a winch, winch, go. No, And then it's like, oh, we're out, go. And like. We're trying to get through this thing, and all of a sudden it was like radio silence, like super quiet. And I'm like, oh man, he fucking whacked the side of his car hard. I'm like, damn. So what, it was the, it. what was the estimate of damage for that? I so it was uh, the door was $400, and it came off of a, a wrecked Land Cruiser. Uh, it took me like about four months to like wait for one to get through the systems that I was looking in. Uh, thank you, car part.com for that fine they should be our sponsor for next year yeah. so I looked on their site for a while actually I had a PDR guy pull one of the dents out uh, that I had and he looked at it and was like man this is, this is a grand just for me to even start on it and he goes I can't promise you I can fix it he was like, yeah. body shop's going to be at least that or 1500 to get it fixed he was like man honestly I just wait till you can find a door and so we waited and Sure enough, a, a green Land Cruiser came on and it was wrecked in the front and it had great. It, it's, it's funny now because the whole that whole side has, you know, the remnants of a Kentucky car wash on it, scratches and all down the side. And there's this very, yeah. very nice door on the back. <laughs> so the door is the best part. It's, it's the nice, nicest part of the Land Cruiser right now. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll change that next year. Oh, year. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll be in the Ozarks in a couple of weeks, and we'll, we'll go ahead and fix Perfect. that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so I hit that tree, and I didn't realize I had hit it like I did, and I just knew I wasn't going to sit there. So I floored it, ended up getting out, and Jake <laughs> comes over the radio and goes, LJ, you can find a new door 
on car-part.com. <laughs> and I was like, my door? And Billy's like, yeah, your door's smashed, dog. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, man. But that was, did uh, you, did that was a good... E- so, did yeah, it hit, luckily, hit too? luckily the awning took most of the hit, or else I would have probably smashed the window and everything else, yeah. but it only smashed the door handle because the awning took most of that hit. Now, the awning oh, does man. have a slight bow still, um, but it still works just fine. <laughs> is it a is it a two seventy five now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit smaller maybe in, in width, but yeah, no, it's good, it's good. Um, but yeah, no, so that was the that was I guess the worst part of the 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 actual body damage for anybody was me hitting that tree and then, but yeah. it didn't mess any like the window still worked. We just had to you know whoever was sitting in the back had to figure out how to you know wow. pull the right pull the right cord. <laughs> to get in the back door <laughs> oh man uh but we we finished that day or we, we get we get, that was probably the end of the trails wasn't it that, that obstacle no we had a we had the breakdown on the side of the freeway oh yeah remember i forgot remember about jake's that. Yeah. jake's he bent his steel wheel he bent two of his, his steel wheels because it's it like his, exactly his... when it happened <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be that gatekeeper obstacle because I, I have it on video and you can see smoke coming off his steel wheels as yes. he bounces off every rock coming down because he just like he gave it the beans gave it yep. the he beans. definitely gave it the beans the beans were given yep, yep. The, the beans were given yeah, I remember him going, I think my wheel's out of balance. And Billy was like, oh, my gosh, look at his rear axle. And his rear axle was like basketballs bouncing up and down on the interstate because yeah, they were so bump, out of balance. Bump. Yeah, we were, doing, we were going on like the – I mean, it was one of the main interstates. I don't know mm-hmm. if you yeah, what, what like it was. Eight, trying to go like 80. Yeah, we were trying to pick up some time because we wanted to we wanted to stop and get gas or something. What we were, I don't know what we were doing. We were picking up time, so we were like, all right, are we all do it good doing 80? And – Jake's like, I, I'm struggling to do 65. <laughs> and we're like, oh my god. Um, so we safely we safely pulled over on a super super highway there. Yeah, that was on the 75. Bike. Yeah, the but 75. Jake, Jake performed a immaculate roadside repair with his hammer BFH. and punch. Yeah. yeah, big BFH. BFH. That's right. Yeah, that was right around like the five or so hour mark. So then we had another. We had another tech. Didn't we have another technical mud section that day? Yeah, wasn't there that earlier in the day? Didn't did we not talk about that mud hole that we all went through? Was that day two or day one? That big deep mud hole, and I don't think LJ. I don't think you were driving your vehicle. Oh, that was day one. That was before the gatekeeper. Oh, okay. Okay, I forgot. But about that. day two. Oh yeah, yeah. Day two was the mud day. After you go through all that mud, you went through that. We went through that other crazy mud, didn't we? Remember we went through the mud puddle and like me and you were driving and all of a sudden there was a giant hole and we just see the ground and then we see the sky because oh, we launched right. it that's right where right. Like Nick yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. Was that it was right three? before the checkpoint. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the checkpoint was set up right there and we literally skied my, my Land Cruiser. <laughs> on we, two hit wheels. It, we hit it so fast. We were, I was trying to go fast to like, because um, what's his name? Um, Walker. Yeah. Walker was taking pictures. So I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm going to send it. And I, we just like launched the thing. And I remember me and Eric just like giggling like little schoolgirls in there. Just, I think all of our shit flew up and, and hit the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. I remember telling Billy, I was like, no, no, don't do that. Take it easy. And we get like Sheldon goes through and Baja's was like, fuck it, dude, go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. man. So day two ends at the campsite that you were talking about in the beginning, right by that river. Um, yeah, that was a river. really cool campsite. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, I messaged what's his name and I asked him if that was private land. He's like, "Yeah, you can't camp there." I'm like, "Damn it, that was a cool spot." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think he rented the land from somebody for the event, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's it's not like a public publicly accessed like rental area where you to go to. But there's plenty of good places like that. You know, if we wanted to deep in and look in that area. Yeah, yeah we right on the river. Some, bought some liquor and we went to the store. Went to Walmart and got some stuff. And who, who did we see at the liquor store? The Venezuelans. The Venezuelans. Yep. <laughs> no surprise. No, they were stocking up. Yeah, yep. the guy had like a rum dispenser in his car. He did. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's the right. rum dispenser. So, yeah, he just pushed the button. Did he use like his sh- windshield wiper washer or something? <laughs> yep. Like pours rum. That's like it's classic. Yeah. 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 That's what you need. Especially Paleron or something. What was the name of it? I don't remember. I don't remember. So, you to, could, so you, that campsite, we, that campsite, you could park right down on the beach. Remember mm-hmm. those gravelly campsites? That was awesome. Yeah, 
Yeah, if we would have gotten there earlier, we would have. If we wouldn't have gone to the liquor store and Walmart, we would have been able to get a uh, spot right on the water. The it, was, it was probably pretty good that we didn't, because it, it still got rowdy again that night too. We were yeah, I think we Jake right put new brake pads on. Jake stopped yeah. on his own and got new brake pads, so he put new brake pads on his eighty series. His and service then, light came on mid rally, so he figured I better just do this now. <laughs> and then we got Tacoma guy that showed up and he was pissed because he went the wrong way. We actually ran into him during the rally on that loop that we said we went the yep. right way, and he was pissed. We showed up in his front bumper. I saw. I was like, <laughs> "I'm driving." You saw, and I'm like, "That looks like a Tacoma bumper." I was like, "The Tacoma guy's probably around here." And we literally saw the Tacoma guy, like maybe maybe 15 yards down the road, and he had a flat tire. And we hopped out, and we we're like, "You okay, man?" Like, and he was he, just going on and on and on about going the wrong way. He was mad about pissed some pissed at the world. Pissed, yeah, he was pissed at some other guys and their car because they. Flew past him or something. I don't know. Rough but, day uh, for him. Yeah, we saw him, and then they were changing tires. He was putting new tires on, and he was, like, covered head to toe in mud. <laughs> that was oh, a muddy area. That. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was that stuck there. That was mud there. day. Um, but, yeah, he had everything he needed. We stopped to make sure he had, you know, the appropriate tools and, and had everything he needed to get back on the road, and, and then he got back on the road. Um, but that's, that's one reason why you, you do it with a team. So that way you could you <laughs> yeah. know, have that extra support yeah, he, to help you out. He was a lone wolf. He was. He was. Um, unfortunate, but, you know, we, I feel like we did the right thing and at least made sure he yeah. had all the appropriate tools. And, and We invited him to join our team right. the first day. We did we invite him to join our yeah, team. Yeah, he said and, no. He was going to do it solo because he came in first place on day one. So. Yeah. No, he was joining our team until he found out he was in first place. Yeah. And then when he found out he was in first place, <laughs> he decided to not join our team. <laughs> And yep. go and be in first place, and so uh, he's like, I yeah, don't, I don't cool. need these six vehicles slowing me down. Yeah, yep. just he would have just gone the right way if he'd have been with us. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, he got he got like zero points that day, unfortunately. Yeah, he 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 lost his first place. He missed uh, every missed every checkpoint. Yeah, which actually yeah. DQ'd him, but I think they just gave him the max points he could get uh, just to yeah. keep him in it. Um. Yep. But yeah, so day three starts, and we're in seventh place, I think. We moved up a couple yep. spots. We yep. improved. Yeah, I think we were seven, yeah. We're, we're heading right. the right direction. So we're, we're feeling pretty good going to day three. You know, seventh place, six vehicles still running. Um, we're ready to go, right? And so we get out, and I think we, we gas up starting off the day so everybody's topped off. We have enough mileage to get through the end of the day. Um, and there were some really cool views on day three. We had that cool, like, kind of top of the mountain Along the ridge line. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did the whole ridge line. What was that? Yeah. Ken- Kentucky Adventure that Tour? Or Kedvec? Yeah, Kentucky yeah. Adventure Tour. The yeah, Cat Adventure Tour? Yeah, the Cat. Yeah. yeah, we did that cool, like, up along the ridge line. There were some crazy, like, steep obstacles, but it was, like, super high up. And then we went by, like, this mining camp at the top or mm-hmm. something, a, or a tree. Yep. Tree forest, deforestation. That, that was the, thing. Yeah, that Logging? Was the time we had two checkpoints within like 10 minutes of each other oh yeah that's right and it really kind of hosed us yeah yeah because he took our time and when then he we, saw us right yep well we we got to the second checkpoint super early because we thought we had some space between the first and second checkpoint and they tricked us yeah, they, they did one checkpoint and then did another one 10 minutes later yeah we stopped and had was, some lunch we yeah. stopped and had some like lunch and then um my drive shaft was making noise or my u-joints which I still haven't replaced, Eric. <laughs> I thought you, you told me about how you got these from like cars.com and they I showed got them, them the next day. <laughs> You're like sending me pictures of your U-joints. This yeah. was like months and months ago. I got them the next day, I think. Like when I got home, they were there, but I never put and them on And they're still yet. sitting in the box? Oh. Yeah. It's still, have you it's seen his trailer though? I have seen his trailer. I'm, I'm not going to be able to tow it, but. Hey, I, I, I'm a general contractor and I was looking for a finished carpenter and it looks like you got some skills with the plywood. <laughs> That's a frame. I need somebody That's to be able to mortise joints and yeah, glue and screw, baby. Oh, oh man. man. I can't so, wait to see that thing. So we hit some serious mileage on day three, right? I think it was another long one. Uh, yeah, that was that muddy track that went after we went down from the tree foresting thing. And it was like that super muddy, like through like a river. Right. It was like, I mean, you were mud, mud, mud. And we were like, it was kind of like annoying mud. It yeah, it turned like, into the to the mud rally. Like, really, it wasn't much red clay. It was just mud. <laughs> I I knew at that point, 
I saw Jeff do something with his his Land Cruiser that showed his driving skill when we had that boulder in the road. Do you remember that that loose block? Oh. <laughs> and you come up with it, and you put your right front tire on it, and you like I can't remember if you're like holding the brakes and then hitting it with the hit, hitting the gas. You like bulldozed it. You pushed it right out of the way. Yeah, I moved it out of the like, way. I was like, damn, dude, I'm riding shotgun in the best rig here with the best driver. <laughs> it was in the so, middle of the road, and we were like, are we going to put it back? So it blocked people? We should have. We, sh- we, we should have put it back. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, yeah, that was a lot of mud. I was I was over. I took I took um, Dramamine. I brought Dramamine because I, 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 I get like. I was offered no, just for the record, <laughs> I was offered no Dramamine. Really? Oh, man. <laughs> what a lousy host. Yeah. I mean, you did shower. That was that you was did, pretty awesome. I didn't shower the first day, but yeah. You had a shower day too. I did have a shower day. I was and Tacoma muddy guy did too. It was it was. I know that was. Yeah, we'll, we won't go there. <laughs> At least he went after you. <laughs> did he? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I think he did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I remember, I remember like having to hand him his pants, you know, like because oh, he left a big pile of clothes there. He, he left like, his hey, wallet. Give me my pants. I was like. Oh. He left his wallet there too. We we're like, oh, that's right. God, we didn't. Oh, I did this. we get? Oh no, no, we didn't go through his wallet, did we? No, we were we were like at that point we were curious of who this guy was. Yeah, we did a little background check, and we we're like we could find out his real name, but I'm like, no, let's just give him back his wallet. Like, <laughs> I think it was like a test, man. I, I seriously think it was yeah, a test. I know. Like, I'm leave my stuff there. See what these guys do. I know. The guy mm. works for the NSA or something, and he was just testing us. Probably, He's probably already listening to the podcast. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're listening um, to it as we're recording it. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. He's already in My it right now. My name is Steve, right? My name's Steve for this. I drive a brand new stock Tacoma. I want to be right. cool. Oh me. Um, so we're we get off the road. We're we're tracking on pretty good time. We we're feeling good, right? We're we're feeling we're feeling pretty good. And oh. then uh, we have a teammate run out of gas, and it kind of ran out of gas for the team at that point <laughs> we uh we ended up like going down the road stopping i think right at the exit to where the finish line was uh he had a, he had a jerry can so he stopped and filled up but that that was we were we were like right on time and i think that put us like 10 minutes behind i think which wasn't bad yeah. but that 10 minutes would have gotten yep. us you know a couple positions up i believe yep still yeah, we just got the we, shift we had- pod but Right. We had a long section of freeway and we yeah. had lost some time on the trail and we were trying to make it up. So Jeff and I are up there pinning that thing and I couldn't believe how not fast it could go. Oh man. It it was, <laughs> you're like, I'm like, can you not go 80? And he's like, no, no, I cannot. So it, we were going as fast as we possibly could. I know. And uh, we we're, but we were looking at the time hacks and we were getting better and better and better. And we're like, dude, we're going to roll in like cash money. But at the cost of going 80, um, mm-hmm. one of the vehicles was burning a ton of fuel and yep. ran low. So we just underestimated the amount of fuel burn at that speed. So I had to make a, another safe super highway freeway stop <laughs> refill. Oh, my God. And, yeah, it put us like 12 minutes behind. But it was, it was all good. We All six finished, which I think was, you know, a, a I think that was the biggest good. part. Yeah, no I, one got I think hurt. it was, too. No. No, no tourniquets. No tourniquets, no pushing no the Garmin SOS. No, nope. no, no help, no helicopter rescues, nothing. No one flipped. Yeah, me and yeah. me and Jade got caught. There were a couple semis that kind of did a little, you know, moving oh, roadblock where they were yeah. where they were going like sixty five, and I was like, just go, yeah. we'll catch up to you. And we were, I I had the Tesla screen. I got a picture of it. It was ninety nine miles an hour. Oh, I was on 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 tires at 18 psi. Uh, oh, yeah. There's a law law enforcement listening to this podcast right now. But. Uh, I was just like, I was like, I, and I've never had that Land Cruiser that fast, and I still haven't had it that fast. That's right. We, we never aired up. You know, we did some long freeway stretches on like off road psi. Yeah, yeah. I aired down day one, and I didn't air back up until we hit the road to go home at on the third yep, day. That's awesome. <laughs> Oh man. That says something about the tires. Yeah, good tires. And they had like yeah, there was true. like I didn't realize it when we stopped, there were like sticks jammed in between the 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 bead <laughs> oh, and, right. the, and the tire. And they're, they're still there today. It's fine. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, do you seriously? guys do any maintenance? You guys yeah. do any maintenance since this? I've done maintenance. I've done bearings and brakes in the front. I okay. just I just haven't dug out the 
the top, the, the trees. Do you, do you want to go oh, to Jeff's and do his U joints? <laughs> still works. So we end up, we did pretty good. We ended up 11th, as we said at the beginning of the podcast. Started 10th, ended up 11th. Or do we know? We started 11th. No, I think we finished. Yeah, we finished ended up 10th. 10th. Yeah, ended up yeah. 10th. Yeah. Um, and uh, and that was, I was, I'm pretty happy with that, right? We learned a whole lot. Um, I was super happy. Uh, yeah. Next like year said, or this year. I think year. the biggest obstacle was finishing with all vehicles, and we accomplished yes. that. Yes. Um, now, now we yeah, can we got strategize. Some, we got some good strategies for this year, but we're not going to talk about them on here. So all you people listening, you're not going to get our tricks in, of the mm-hmm. trade. Sorry, mm-hmm. folks. Uh, you'll have to just watch us when you're behind us at the rally uh, this year. But come by our <laughs> camp, and I'll give you as many beers as you want. All the and beers. Banana, and banana whiskey. All and the banana, banana whiskey. whiskey you all the beer. Yeah. Yeah. From we'll still be team year. bananas. Uh, that's not going to change. But uh, but yeah, we'll have some different strategies. We'll, we'll do it a little bit different this year. And uh, I'm I'm excited to go for the I'm excited to go for the pole position. You see the nanners there and the air <laughs> compressor. Nanners. My kids play <laughs> these things. I, I put mine in my FJ. It's out in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the banana that was on the back of my Land Cruiser that Sheldon bought is we cleaned it and it's in my kid's bedroom up the stairs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <it's> gross. <laughs> We cleaned it. 700 miles. Yeah. They were like, can we have it? I'm like, I don't care. My Uh, wife's like, you need to clean that before it enters our house. And I'm like, that's probably pretty smart. Are they (laughs) going to let you take it from them next uh, October? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It'll go back on the Land Cruiser for sure. He'll be okay with it. Or I just won't tell him until after I can bring it back. (laughs) He'll figure it out. Maybe. I don't know. There's like, there's like 30, 30, 30, you know, stuffed animals in his bed. So what's what's one really large banana missing? What's one missing exactly? That sounds like my wife and pillows <laughs> yeah. on the couch. You can't even sit down. No, it's like an eight-person couch seats too. Oh man. So so ending ending the conversation. What are so if folks are listening, thinking about doing the rally? What are some some veteran tips uh, or things that they need to make sure they do or have prepared before they go to the rally? First, don't be intimidated. You know, don't mm. be as intimidated as I was when I was looking at the, uh, the videos and all the, the write-ups on the Red Clay Rally website. I mean, they're definitely planning on worst-case scenario, but um, it was it was very doable with a moderately modified vehicle. You do not need to have 42-inch tires or anything crazy like that. You know, 33s are probably fine on a Tacoma, and um, Rock rear would be great. Rock sliders are probably recommended, though, at least if we're going over that gatekeeper rock, because uh, the one Tacoma that didn't ended up with a little bit of mm-hmm. body damage there. I hit them. I, I, I didn't have rock sliders for the wrongest time, and I, I hit mine yeah. a, a handful of times. So, Who made your rock sliders? Jake. Shout out. Jake <laughs> Parsons. Uh, yeah, I'd say, I'd say definitely some armor, right? You got to have some, some rock sliders. Um I would also say agree with uh, not having a hugely built truck because you also have highway miles. So you really need to have a general all-purpose vehicle that could run 70 pretty easily on the highway, but also can can you know get you through some some technical stuff on the trails. Um, outside of that, uh, a good GPS system is important because they do give you the maps on Gaia. So you have to have mm. something to follow along with. So you have to have a tablet or or you know some navigator or a navigator that can read Gaia pretty well and help you stay on track. And having a, a two tablets or maybe three tablets isn't a bad idea either, right, Jeff? Yeah, yeah. Ours, ours canned out. <laughs> our one of our iPads canned out halfway through day two. Right. It froze. Uh, I think it was day one because then day two we had it figured out. Or maybe you're right. Either way, we ended up starting running redundant. Uh, yeah, it was just a Gaia, next Gaia year. Tracks. I think I'm gonna get a I'm gonna stopwatch. I think the biggest thing is like a stopwatch from like when you start mm-hmm. on. I was I was doing watch. that on my watch. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe oh. we'll get together and talk about it next year. <laughs> uh, my number my number one thing would be comms. Yes. Oh my gosh. Get good comms. Get a hardwired radio with an external antenna. We had the toughest time. We had like the Baofeng ham radios and we had the toughest time just being in communication with everybody. Our lead vehicle, which was us talking to the tail gunner, we couldn't hear each other because there was so much interference with the radios inside the car. 
and everything. So I myself I mean, got to... Yeah, Midland Radio. That's all yeah. you need. Uh, one of those micro mobiles. They're 100 to 150 bucks. You have an external antenna mount. You know, you can use the, the, the magnetic mount that comes with it or get one vehicle specific. Yep. Uh, it's hardwired to your battery, so you're not running out of handheld batteries. Mm-hmm. and your antenna is outside the vehicle versus inside the vehicle. It's a, we it's had a two chargers idiot. break. My charger broke yeah. and then someone else's charger broke for their handhelds. And it was like, yeah, yeah. I didn't have problems the last day. Pretty much at all. We were running no. silent. Remember I was calling on your cell phone whenever he yeah. ran out of gas. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So comms will be better at comms. Comms. Sure. Don't be intimidated. Like Eric said, and then don't expect a lot. Just, just go and don't worry about what's going to happen. There's people that'll help you bring yeah. food and bring some, your car and just bring a good attitude because uh, nobody's going to leave you out there. You know, even if people mm-hmm. are competing against each other, if you're like in a, in a tough spot, someone will help you. You're not by yourself yeah. out there. Yeah. People were stopping. We would stop and wait. People were, hey, everything OK? Sure. Like you always yeah. had somebody checking on you. Uh, it's just sure. kind of that southern hospitality. Exactly. Uh, well, cool, guys. That was fun. I enjoyed it. Thanks for joining us, Eric. Yeah, that was fun. Thanks, yeah, uh, of course. thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, we're going to we're gonna be back at it tomorrow night. Uh, Jeff, Steven, and I are going to be talking about recovery gear and tips, and uh, we might talk about some, some good spotting techniques. Maybe that, you know, we use bananas as our measurement of scale in the Red Clay Rally. Um, <laughs> we'll probably talk about using, uh, you know, actual terms instead of uh, measurements of bananas. But uh, we'll be talking about recovery and that kind of stuff uh, tomorrow night. So stay with us this week. You get a double header. But anyways, y'all have a good time. Y'all have a good night. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll, we'll catch both of y'all back at the rally this year. For sure. Thanks for having me, bud. Awesome. Take care, guys. Yep, see ya.